Bah humbug, I will be James. Ho ho ho, this is Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. Corwin's laughing too hard to, to do anything. Oh my god, and we have a special guest with us today. Hello, I feel like I should have had a better intro. My name is Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Corwin, I was waiting for uh, you. Okay. My <laughs> intro ruined this podcast. Jingle bells, I'm Ryan. Is that... <laughs> Yeah, we should have set it up. Is we should have brand? set it up. Yeah, it's on brand. Okay. <laughs> Jingle bells, I'm Ryan. There we go. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm going to say right off the bat, how come this movie didn't have a, and this is the golden goose type deal. Get the biggest goose, the one as big as me. It, that happens in the normal like Christmas Carol stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, to preface, we are this uh, week, we are watching... Not Marley and Me. I keep wanting to say Marley and Me. <laughs> it's not the movie about the dog. <laughs> it's the uh, Scrooge and Marley, right? Or yeah, Marley that's and it. Scrooge. No, it's Scrooge and Marley. Scrooge and Marley. Uh, because the 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 short way of saying Scrooge and Marley is S and M, which like <laughs> ah. oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Ryan actually has a lot to say about this movie, um, mainly because he actually worked on this. Um, so we have, you know, this is a special guest, but like a special guest because we actually have someone that was involved with the project. Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was on the wardrobe department for this film. I'm also an extra in one scene with a lot of um, iMovie. He played the moments. dancing queen. <laughs> For anyone who wants to find you in this scene, what are they looking for? Sure. So you're going to want to look for a big old gay disco scene uh, with a lot of um, starbursts and uh, flashing things on it. You cannot miss me. I am literally in like six shots. Well, what are they looking for? You're looking for uh, an Asian guy without a beard because they didn't have a beard then. Okay. Uh, just dancing his full head off. Behind people that are doing real acting. Hey guys, tweet at this movie's gay a screenshot of him and circle <laughs> it. We'll see if you can if you found him or not. If you we'll give found you a him, shout out. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a shout out. That that can be a prize. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, duo Grun Fox, I know you're listening. You've been challenged. That's one of my biggest fans on Twitter. <laughs> love it. I love I love that we have a lot of a lot of the fans from speaking mostly speaking Sentai like following us and stuff too. Yeah. It's wonderful. Hey, listen to mostly speaking Sentai. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we cross over podcast uh speakers. Yes. Yes. But um before we get started into this movie, let's do a quick synopsis rundown of the film um it's basically a christmas carol but it's gay i will let ryan give more details about this so go ahead ryan give sure. us a quick uh, rundown this is gonna those, be full of spoilers by give the us way. those juicy deets <laughs> uh so the the overarching theme of this film right is it's uh it's a classic scrooge story what the christmas carol that's it <laughs> um it's it's the christmas carol but told through like a queer lens um, is it a Disney's Christmas Carol told through a gay lens or a Muppet's Christmas Carol told through a gay lens? I mean, from what I can gather, the main character was definitely based off of Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> DuckTales. He, he was the most Scroogey Scrooge I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. You know, those that uh, that Disney money is, is tough to to crack through. 
Um, <laughs> but no, it, it is it is uh, a Christmas Carol, but through a queer lens. Um, most, if not all, of the main characters are somewhere on the queer spectrum. That Kinsey scale. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah, I don't think anybody in the any character in the film uh, reproduces genetically, <laughs> biologically. Uh, I mean, without assistance. Yeah, some of them are making a child with their own genetics. So I think it would be uh, without assistance. Sure, but I you could also be straight and still need assistance. That's fair. That's that was that was kind of uh, short sighted of me to make that statement. Um, Bah, humbug. Someone's going to blog about it. God damn it. No. Oh, it's, <laughs> yes, please. Hey, if you guys are a blogger, good or bad, we need the publicity. <laughs> Give us the views. Is it views when it's a podcast? And listens, downloads. Give us the downloads. And give us the down low on this movie. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, run through the plot real quick. Like, what happens? Sure. So the basic plot is uh, we open on uh, Marley who is in purgatory, not hell, because it's Christmas, trying to get his chains off, and he goes to try to get Scrooge to not be a dick. That's the that's the basic beginning <laughs> of it. We then see Scrooge being a jerk and terrible to everybody. There's a whole bunch of... Uh, oh, Scrooge owns a bar. That's, that's how this Called one gets different. Screws. Called Scrooge. Called Scrooge. I think that might have been my first... No, that's not my first note. That's my third note. He, oh, he had a lot of notes <laughs> in the very beginning. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scrooge owns a bar called Scrooge. Called Scrooge. And he's yeah, a Scrooge. He, he's terrible to everybody. And I mean, it's it's pretty, if you've ever seen A Christmas Carol, this is, you know, it's Scrooge being being terrible. Uh, he's then met by um, his his buddy, his buddy Marley. And uh, he, Marley's like, there's going to be a bunch of ghosts coming to show you some stuff. And uh, we start seeing... The three ghosts. There's a uh, Christmas past. Yes. Then present. Then future. And then Scrooge turns his whole life around and uh, is not terrible after one night of bad dreams. He turned it around in less than a year. Less than a year. It was Le- less less than a fortnight. It was, <laughs> it was like a few hours. Yeah. But we see the next year. Because we see Halloween, that's when the baby was born. Was it was in a oh yeah in a skeleton there was, onesie. There was a lot of there was like a little there was there were like little things showing like what has happened, um, which I did appreciate that it wasn't like big graphic MS Paint text <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> Halloween, and yeah, he turned his life around. But I I do have to say that right off the bat, this Scrooge, I've seen the other Christmas carols, but they're not like. They're not super predominant in my mind, but this Scrooge definitely was the cattiest and like the meanest. Yeah, <laughs> like, he was rude. They're, like the other oh. Scrooges, I'm like, oh, he just says bah humbug and it's like, oh, I'm just not going to give you money and like all that. But like this Scrooge was like, he was cutting everyone. And like borderline racist a couple times too. I'll, yes, I'll throw that out definitely. there. Uh, he, uh, he practically said to his niece, you killed my sister. Yeah, without that even was fucked up. I mean, he said it in more of a wordy way because he loves the dictionary. <laughs> he, it was. I get it. It was his. <laughs> whoa, wait. <laughs> D- is that wordplay with that they did? I, or... I think that's absolutely wordplay. Okay, yeah. 
<laughs> no, he he's given that dictionary and from who what's what Fezziwig gives it over to him and that face he looks, he just says, "Get that book. Take what's yours." That face that Scrooge, old Scrooge looking at the scene, he does like a you know that meme that baby meme where it's the <laughs> fist that he's like, "Yes. Get it. Victory." Yeah, that's the, that exactly was what... look. No, that was Scrooge's. Scrooge's look. look? Yes. Old Scrooge looking Victory. at Get past it. getting that dictionary. <laughs> he did because he found the love of his life, like literally that night on the dance floor. Yeah, but then that love of his life fleets away and dies, mostly because he's a miserly asshole, and like literally cuts out Fizzywig, who is the person who like took care of him after his. Uh, dad, like, shoved him out of his house. Fezziwig, I wrote down, totally plays D&D. That dude... <laughs> he is a game master. Yeah, he was all neck beard. And, okay, this is this is what I wrote down. His beard uh, was fake. <laughs> oh, no. That beard was fake. That beard was fake. That beard was very no. fake. Um, but it definitely was, it was quite a fake beard. So I wrote down, Fezziwig is so cool. And then maybe... Three minutes later, on the same line, I put, nah, just a cokehead. <laughs> yes, there are drugs in this movie. Uh, wait, wait. I, You guys noticed it. I don't know what a popper is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is not all right. Ryan, this is your so corner. My, my, Go ahead. My, hmm. um, so the way that the ghost of Christmas passed... Like, I like that past. you're so like. I have to think. Yeah, I don't remember like, which one it was. There's it was Ronnie. Whoever the hell Ronnie played. Yeah, there are three in every single. Uh, can I ask one quick question? Sure, sure. Who was Scrooge in a Muppets Christmas story? It wasn't Kermit, was it? No. <laughs> no, Kermit was Bob Cratchit. Was it Gonzo? Uh, was it one of the old men? That would make no, more no, sense. No, no, no. The old men came back as they the were, people in chains. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was Gonzo, right? I think it was Gonzo because Fozzie was one of the... Fozzie Bear was one of the ghosts. Okay. I'm Googling it right now because it's just not going to... We're not going to know. Hey, hey, Corwin, when, you, when you're looking at that, remember, p- hold your phone out in front of the mic and then you can talk yes. right into um, it. Michael Caine was Ebenezer Scrooge. Wait. Oh, it, oh, was, so a it was a human? It was a human. I, it should have been Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs> but Gonzo was in it, too. I don't remember who Gonzo was. Uh, Gonzo was Tiny Tim. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. Could Clearly, I asked who was Scrooge. <laughs> but Poppers. Poppers. Um. So, the Ghost of Christmas passed, because I'm remembering this now. Um. He transports current Scrooge to the 70s with the use of magic poppers, which if those for those listeners who don't know what a popper is, uh, it is a small glass bottle uh, filled with essentially video head cleaner um, that is used within gay sex fairly frequently. You just like sniff it and it gives you kind of like a head high and, and, it's it lasts really about like, 15 seconds. It's so not that impressive. The DVD era killed poppers. <laughs> it, created poppers. It created poppers. Now, now people just use the poppers for poppers and not for video head oh, Wait, so anymore. people are, you can still buy poppers? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, oh, you, they're, yeah. They're everywhere. Everywhere. And they're still used mm-hmm. um, in that 
way today. Why why poppers? Um, the thing that I've heard from people that use them is that they help relax you, um, which is very important. Um, Specifically, in, if you're on the bottom. Yeah. Or a bottom. I don't know why I said the bottom. <laughs> I you, mean, some people are first. <laughs> do, you, do you ever get popper dick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I haven't used them, so I don't know. But is that a term? You know, like whiskey dick? Is there no. popper dick? No, I have never heard that term before in my life. Corwin, Google it. Google <laughs> it. I'm kidding. Don't you don't need I'm to not Google gonna it. I, I have my not I have my safe for work search turned on. Um I don't want to turn that off and Google that. Uh, dick. J- hey guys, tweet at <laughs> us. Is popper dick a thing? Oh, please don't. Please it is a don't. thing. Uh, but so anyway, with the poppers. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of thing is it? It's just, it, it, so, God, am I, I'm like the resident. On the spot. On the spot. No, no. So, okay. Uh, if you are on the receiving end, if you, if you are bottoming, right, uh, it relaxes your muscles and it makes for bottoming much easier. God, my mom's going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> Shout my, out to Ryan's mom. My mom listens to everything I've done and I've done some pretty disgusting stuff. Oh, sorry, I mean, mom. you listen to the first episode. James talks about rooping out pubes. Like, rooping? Rooping out? Rooping out? That's the new thing. Hey, guys. I can't speak. Don't shave your pubes. Roop them out. <laughs> But if you are a top, uh, the the poppers have a tendency to like, like make you lose your erection. Yeah. So it actually like, like as a top, if you're a top and you're, and you're snorting too many poppers, it'll actually kind of like kill the whole thing. Now, can you do like a nice balance of some Viagra and poppers if you really want to, if you want that hard on, but you really want to have some Very interested in this It might be real dodgy on the heart, but I bet you probably could. Okay. Um... (laughs) I'm going to have to get some poppers and Viagra. You're like, James, you're not gay. Why do you James, need Why do you need poppers? I mean, I, I don't I don't question anyone's sexual practice. Hey guys, I don't do poppers, I do whippets. It's it's been established <laughs> in my life, not on this podcast. I don't do whippets. James makes jokes and then is like, "Oh wait, I haven't explained <laughs> this joke." So wait, so Corey, are you telling me that you've never You've never experienced poppers ever. No, I've never used poppers. Okay, so this joke might fall because nobody in this room has done poppers before. Anyway, okay, so I've done, I've done freon. Does that count? Similar. Okay, um, I don't know. I've never done uh, yeah, freon. I, I don't, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, but so it gives you like like a head rush and and you know it it relaxes all your muscles. Anyway, so for the film, um, <laughs> poppers were purchased. And oh, that was real. It was well, so the, but it was emptied because we weren't trying to get everybody, you know, yeah. all head brushy. <laughs> but nobody thought to like clean the bottle out. Oh my so god! So it was emptied. So it was, but you still had the residuals of popper fume. smell. So and several of our like crew guys who were straight had obviously, I guess not obviously, but had never really experienced a popper before either. And so our like they were smelling it to make sure it was empty and like several of the guys were like whoa <laughs> so the poppers weren't totally uh unpoppered how <laughs> how i'm so sorry this is a but this is actually movie related no yeah this how, happened in the film. how long does one thing of poppers last you is it just the fumes from the liquid or does the liquid evaporate what's 
that's a great question. I don't know the answer to. Hey guys, um, I'd imagine for a while. Okay. Like, I mean, there's there's tricks to keeping your poppers fresh. I can't believe I, I'm on a podcast talking about poppers right now. <laughs> um, you can keep them in the freezer. That will keep them fresher. Um, it doesn't freeze because it's like a, an alcohol-based yeah. thing. You know, after a while, they'll lose their potency as, as anything does. I feel like it's like sort of like, you know, ethanol where you you can like, you know, you see it like evaporating as it's like opened, right? Yeah, that's how that works. Sure, I, it, it might actually be ethanol. Might actually be in there. I don't know. Google it. Um, <laughs> I'm the resident Google expert. <laughs> every one of us has a pocket computer these days. We could figure it out. But yeah, no, that's and that's. Oh, you that's, really don't need to figure out on I, the podcast was, what a poppet is made out of. <laughs> popper, popper, popper. A popper, yes. Yeah. A poppet is different. A poppet <laughs> is used in a fireworks. Voodoo? No, a poppet is one of those things you throw on the ground, isn't it? Uh, maybe. I oh, was the firework like, things. Yeah, I was thinking of like poppet, like the doll, like a a poppet. Oh no, I was thinking, you know, like totally bop different, it, wrong. but instead yeah, you right. pop it, or it's when you do a popper and a whip it one after another, <laughs> get real fucked it. up. Um, please don't. Again, all these things I feel like would be real dodgy on the heart. I wouldn't recommend <laughs> real, doing poppers dodgy. and uh, whippets at the you same time. You want to know what? Take some of your grandfather's heart medicine. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do, do that at all. popper and a fucking whippet. Get real googie. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> we hey. don't want to kill our listeners. Hey. Please don't. Find your dog's heartworm medicine. <laughs> Roll it in some cheese. Do some Freon. Let's throw that on there. You can find it in any AC unit. And your voice will get real low like this. And that was the drug of choice in my in my neighborhood for a little bit until one of the houses started putting in poisonous AC stuff. I mean, Freon is poisonous. It made a doctor tell my mom, uh, if your son keeps doing this, he's going to be dead in a few months. Not me. I have another <laughs> sibling. Uh, I only did Freon once and knew, hey, never again. I just don't like the head high feel. I don't I don't like because it, it just makes me feel like I'm not present. And I, I hate that. So, but, can, okay. Envision none. this. A suburb. <laughs> There's a cul-de-sac at the end. There are three stoners with a trash bag. Full, there's air in it. No, there's not really air. There's Freon in it. Just walking around inhaling that in broad daylight. That was my neighborhood. We, we have gotten wildly <laughs> off topic. But there's poppers in the movie. <laughs> there's yes. poppers in the movie. That I think I actually back. went way over my levels. Whatever. No, um, only for one. Only. I turned you up a little bit just to kind of round <laughs> you out. Um, I definitely, I don't need to be rounded out. I don't need poppers. Jeez. Um, but I got to try a popper, guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm straight my, edge. My roommate talked about how uh, she used to like work for a place that sold poppers and she just didn't really know what they were or what they they were used for. So like some people came in and were asking her and she's like, oh yeah, I think you just like rub it on, on the area. No, <laughs> no. Not at all. Wait, but she was probably meaning the like VCR head. 
Um, no, that's nope. Oh, she was but, saying no. You rub it on your genitalia. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> why would she? Wait, wait. Is are poppers sold as a drug thing? You know those things that are at convenience stores that are like on the counter. That's like, oh, this pill will do this, or this like shot will do this. Yes. It's basically in that sense. Yeah. Okay. It is also completely legal. Like it is not yeah, illegal at all. It's not illegal. It's just a thing. And it's, it's, just a thing. it's one of those things you see and you're like, mm, that looks super sketchy. Um, that's basically what it is. Okay. Hey guys, we if we had a P.O. box, I would tell you to send us poppers. <laughs> Please do not send us poppers in the mail. <laughs> This whole podcast consists of James telling you to do things and me saying, no, (laughs) do not. Heartworm medication. (laughs) Okay. Um, Back to the premise of the movie, though. Ghost of Christmas Past uses poppers to transport Scrooge around, and that is hilarious. Love that story with the set and not cleaning them out properly. Um, Make sure if you are using something like that as a prop with, you know, fumes that do things to clean out those things clean it out with some bleach and just leave the bleach in there that'll make it worse ammonia (laughs) throw some ammonia and bleach in there don't start a chemical fire get Um, some uh uh red phosphorus (laughs) some benadryl i'm just telling people how to make meth right now please Uh, (laughs) (laughs) on this week's episode of breaking bad (laughs) with poppers okay (laughs) Okay, um, I let's let's get to notes. Let, let's get away from the popper talk. The, we got can stuck I just on it. the the number one way to get me distracted out of podcast is tell me a weird drug thing, <laughs> and that will that'll get me going. Uh, all of our future movies are just gonna have weird drug things. That's uh, you're welcome, world. You're welcome. Um, what notes did you have in the beginning? Because you said you had three of them before that one scene. Ten Earth years. Marley said he was in this purgatory for ten Earth years, but in here it's much longer. It seems like if there's an eternity type deal, ten Earth years would seem shorter than longer. Yeah. I. Also, I, why did he say no means no? One of the ghosts did. Was Marley a... You know, Marley was a fuck boy. Like, let's just put it out there. He was a fuck boy. But they never touched on him needing consent or unless, you know, uh, well, what's it? Fizzywig never said no to the contract thing. I mean, they did distract him with dancing go-go boys to sign his contract. And cocaine. And cocaine. And, and champagne. And champagne. Yeah, there and were that, booze there, too. And that fucking metal music. <laughs> As we've established, I don't know music. I don't remember that. Yeah, they were. Remember, I said, do people strip to to metal? Oh, you did say that. Did. I was just it was so the 80s. distracted. At that that particular moment was in the eighties, and so that's how we showed the eighties was metal music, dancing go go boys. See? I just I felt more like eighties <laughs> night, the go go bar. Let's go. I was thinking more that because they were doing something deceptive, they used metal music instead of... They could have used 80s pop music. Isn't that just disco? That would be more 70s. Oh. But disco is different than pop music. Core, when you don't know music... I don't know music. No, I mean, wouldn't they just distract him with disco in this sense? Oh, yeah, yes. You Um, could still do that. Because was it 80? Oh, I guess it was 80s. 
I'm just thinking about the beginning when he so went the, to fizzy wig. The initial flashback of was seventies. Is seventies where he gets kicked out of his house by his dad, and then he gets he gets put under the wing of a fizzy wig and uh, fizzy wig, fizzy wig, and uh, Marley. And throughout the years, you start to see like the decline of Ebenezer soul essentially. Oh, and so that the makes 80s sense. is the yeah, the 80s is kind of like the, the cap of where Christmas past ends. Which the Christmas past, I was thinking if all of the past, present, and future are the same length fuck this is going to be a long movie because the <laughs> the past was 30 minutes it felt like i mean the past is always the longest segment in the christmas carol movies and oh, stuff it, I always it's thought always they were like evened out no mm. it's always the past is so much longer because you know he is older so he's got a lot of past okay um and then the present there's not really much to do there because you know he's just seeing his loved ones and things um and then well the people who love him since he feels nothing um and then because of those poppers yeah, and then the future is just the future usually just shows his death and like the after effects of that, which for, isn't very long. For some reason, I, I thought you were gonna say, and the future just shows his dick. Shinary uh, <laughs> can't. Yeah, <laughs> can I? Since we're on the past, can I go off some notes on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah do it. One thing, whisk me away, Scrooge, when he had the whisk and trying to fend off Marley. I love That's... that he had cooking utensils in that kitchen because he clearly did not use that kitchen. I know, and he said, I specified no MSG. Uh, my Which I have notes about. Let That's me just say, it is I have notes That's, about. Yeah, it's As very racist. My, my dad owned a Chinese food restaurant. He still does, From I, I think. Um, I worked in the restaurant for a long time. Long ass time and y'all msg does not like kill it's, you it's not a it, yeah it's not it's really a flavoring a thing. enhancing thing it is not like the whole no msg thing is just utter nonsense it's, i have notes about that it's just racist rhetoric that's been used to to discredit chinese and food and stuff like oriental foods um Don't in america oriental. sorry <laughs> we just got the theater changed man Jesus. come on <laughs> wait did we mm-hmm. oh it's changed it is it is it will now become the Nederlander theater uh beginning in february when dear Evan Hansen nice. gets here um chicago has a theater that was called the oriental theater and now it will be different now it'll be called yeah, yeah nice different. that's lovely but sorry. go on sorry I off mean, topic asian foods Asian foods, yes. Oh, also, I put down, I order the pretty much the same exact thing, minus the no MSG thing from <laughs> Thai food. I was like, that's, that's, is that a Scrooge-like dinner? Because if so, I guess I'm a dang Scrooge bah humbug. I mean, you did want, you were very adamant about introducing uh, this podcast uh, with bah humbug. Like, I did, well, I didn't. You wanted bah humbug. Well, because I didn't want to give you the mean one. Oh. I was being I, nice. I'm the mean one, though. Oh, wait, no. you are? In life, usually. No, you're not. Ryan can attest to this. Is he mean? Oh, I need to turn off. I need to quickly close the radiator. Just realize that that went off. Okay. But you guys, you guys vamp. I'll be good. Vamp. <laughs> Ryan, am I mean? I wouldn't say you're mean. I mean... Perhaps somewhat void of emotion sometimes. Yes, <laughs> y'all. I okay. So I used to work with Corwin back back in back in the day, and to hear Corwin talk on the phone is the greatest thing in the world because he sounds like 
a robot. <laughs> uh, Corwin will answer the phone and be like, hello, this is Corwin. <laughs> How can I help you today? It's literally... There's literally a moment where where I had to call out to like hundreds of patrons to be like, hey, we need to move your seats. And uh, it, we had a script with it. So I'd just be like, hello, this is Corwin with <laughs> and just like <laughs> people would call and I would answer the phone. And they'd be like, no, I want to talk to Corwin. And I'm like, this, this, this is Corwin. And they're like, uh, the, you, you're the robot, obviously. Do people just like continue to try and press zero on you when you, when, when you call them? <laughs> there were a few times where they were like hitting the button. Like I could hear like a dial button being hit multiple times. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm real. I'm I'm a real person. I did say that to someone <laughs> once. Like I don't it's just something about like calling multiple people and using like the same phone voice and doing a script. Um you just kind of get into a rhythm of it. So I just sounded like a robot and literally everyone in the office commented on it every day and it was the most beautiful thing to me. I loved it so much. Only if you could have recorded your own voice, like just recorded that message. And after the main message, you're still on the phone. So if they have questions, you answer the questions and as your real self. I mean, that's basically what happened because if they didn't answer the phone, we had a little script to give them. And if they, if they did answer the phone, there was a longer script to read. So like, I would just be reading that and they'd be like, operator, oper- person. Per-. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I am a person. <laughs> I'm a person and I matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else did... Okay. So we are... I asked, what is Poppers? Dad says you can come home this year, says his sister. So sad. It was did like his a mili- dad know? I don't think so, but it was like a military... If you saw like the... There was like a shot and like in the background you saw it was like some military sort of boarding school yeah so when we first go to the past we see um a young ben scrooge at some sort of boarding school yeah um and and you see him and his best friend uh i'm air quoting right now in case no one's curious anyone's curious um and and you you get the assumption that uh you know, Ben is, is fairly maybe like effeminate or whatever. And, and that's why his like dad doesn't like him or his father doesn't like him because he, I, I, I don't know why his father doesn't like him, but he doesn't. And uh, his sister comes in and is like, dad says you can come home for Christmas this year. And he's like, cool. I hope I don't have a really embarrassing situation and get kicked out of the house. Which is exactly what happens. Yeah. Because what was his name? I no idea. The Yeah. Uh, whatever boy he brings back pretty much says i'm paraphrasing to his dad can i bring your son upstairs to check out some pornography basically yeah but as long as it's straight pornography it's fine yeah yeah i was just insane that whole scene i was just thrown off by like the puka shell necklace how dare you those were mine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those are my puka shells that my mom brought back from hawaii in I like was, 2002 you monster how I dare you so thrown up. I, was like, I was like why does he have, got my pukas <laughs> just thinking of that scene in brooklyn 99 uh they have puka shell necklace in that show it was historically point. accurate it, I mean, I believe it. I 100% believe it. And I love how many clothes and things like that you would turn to me during the movie and just go, that's mine. 
<laughs> or that is mine now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yep, I've seen you wear that. And you'd go, how dare you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, he, we have that that scene where uh, the dad walks in on... Bringing on, them beers. Bringing them beers because they're underage and that's not inappropriate. Well, back then, if they were 18, it might have... The legal age for drinking in some states was 18. I don't think they were 18 at that point, just because he was still at, like, you know, a boarding school instead of, like, college. Um, and it's, thought, it for, did say that he never finished high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, So I'm yeah. thinking that's it. Because I thought that was college. No. Mm. No, just a weird boarding school. You want to know what? For someone who hadn't finished college, he's doing very well for himself. He really is. He just didn't learn empathy, which... Yeah. I mean, he's a baby boomer. They're all doing pretty well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, baby boomers, stop being Ebenezer Scrooge. This is a PSA. PSA that's it. By Corwin. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, go on, go, go on. <laughs> Let's see what else we have. The dad kept yelling, "Dead! Dead!" Yes. My son is dead to me. Even when he left, you could still hear from inside dad <laughs> to his sister they he moves her and he should have just moved her well looking just dead at him outside dead out dead at him <laughs> outside and just scream dad it felt like a spongebob bit <laughs> i also want to comment that i was like where did the friend go like the one he was just making out with was gone. Yeah, he dashed like he just away. Got kicked out of his house, and his like best friend, air quotes, was just gone. Does that qualify as a dong and dash? <laughs> no, because there was no dong. Uh... It was just making out. Which at that point, I did turn to Ryan and was like, "Was it, is this just an elaborate porno that we're watching right now?" I don't. <laughs> I also have to point out in the beginning, like. I was like, why does Scrooge talk like a James Bond villain? <laughs> he, like straight up, just like the way he like his cadence and his like tone of voice and everything is like he is a Bond villain. And I'm like, are you going to destroy the world? What's happening? In every single Bond villain scene, you see a dictionary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see a cat dictionary. Underneath um, the pet, the cat being pet, the cat is laying on top of a dictionary. <laughs> well, to give it height, you know. Yeah. Why is it just like just a cat puddle? Yeah, yeah. I own a cat. I wish he sat on a dictionary. He likes sitting on everything else that we throw on the ground. You try and you start wrapping papers. He's been sleeping for seven hours. Or not wrapping papers. Uh, that's my stogie buddies out there. Uh, <laughs> wrapping presents with wrapping paper. All of a sudden, he shows up. He's laying on the wrapping paper. You have to move this uh, 18-pound cat off from there. If he fits, he sits is literally the no- only thing I've heard. If he doesn't fit, he still sits. Yes, he does. We w- He loves sitting in boxes, and there was you know a box that fit like... Uh, Something small like a PSP would go in there. He tried sitting in it. <laughs> He's a weirdo. Oh, goodness. To live with cats. There was a banner that said, More AIDS, no condoms, quotes the Pope. <laughs> Did you guys see oh that? <laughs> There's a picture of the Pope, and then Speech Bubble said, No condom, or more AIDS, no condom usage. <laughs> I, what is that banner trying to. 
It's for it's saying it was cheeky. Is it trying to be helpful or is it just trying to be hurtful? It was in the the shelter. The gate. Yes, it was. Which another note that shelter. Why did the shelter people show up to Scrooge? Like, for what point? He was just a dick, and it there's nothing no. that says that he has anything to do with them. I wrote down, I said, why do they even try for charity to this guy? Because they're saying, we're trying again this year. He must be so wealthy, and... Yeah, like, they just, like, they, like, take off their coats, and they make a big deal about it. But, like, why him? And why do they, like, subject themselves to that, you know, that ridicule that he, you know, yeah. gives? I think in theory it is because he owns, if not operates, the majority of the gay clubs on whatever street we're calling Halstead in this particular film. I mean, it literally like shows him looking out a window and then there's the big Halstead, Halstead Street like statues out there. And it says Halstead on them, so we I mean, can it was say all, that it's Halstead. It was all filmed here. Can, yeah. can I say something on that scene where all the ghosts are? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The ghosts were like poking and like pointing at a lady sitting down, right? I, I, I didn't notice and that. And I thought that was going to be part of that's the ghost we're meeting or this is someone who we will meet later. No, it, was ju- it seemed like a sad lady, like uh, someone who would be in Beetlejuice. Just sitting down, being pointed at, and I, it felt like they knew the ghosts were around. I feel like I should rewatch that scene and see like what <laughs> poor PA had to sit on the side of the street. <laughs> it's just you. you, you it wasn't you, me. <laughs> I have a starburst on me. That's a hint, listeners, for whoever's trying to find my picture. Dancing in the back with a starburst. Duo Grun Fox, look at that star starburst. <laughs> My friends will be able to find you. I'll get. I know a lot yeah, of your friends. I know. <laughs> That's also cheating. <laughs> Nina, don't you do it. <laughs> Nina's going to be like, um, I found Ryan. What's my prize? I want to get a shout out now. I, I mean, you just gave her a shout out. She doesn't need to find him. <laughs> We're skirting around 40 minutes right now. So we might want to start now with rattling off okay. notes. Um, I had. I love that the, you know, the charity people went to visit Scrooge and then like at the end they was just like, oh, you're a pathetic queen. And just like <laughs> walked away. It's like, oh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Also on those charity people, he said, it's bad business to be just giving away your money. If it's a not for profit and you are giving to charity, that is good for business. Tax it's breaks. a tax write off. Yes. Yeah. So fuck you, Scrooge. You, ain't, you don't know shit. <laughs> He never finished high school. He just oh, yeah, listened yep. to Fizzywig. Yeah, Fizzywig. <laughs> that dude was just giving things away for free. There was no paper trail because that might affect his coke use. <laughs> I I do like that they did sort of portray like that, um, you know, that older queen that does kind of take the younger gays that are being kicked out of their homes and things under under their wing. I do like that that was in there. Um, because that is an archetype in like gay film and stuff that you kind of see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess in gay real life. Yeah. Um, when I grow up, could I be one of those? <laughs> Get that fake beard that Fizzywig has and we'll it's see. It's not fake. I don't care what Ryan says. <laughs> it's real to me. <laughs> um, I also had, who has dinner at four? 
It's um, Christmas. A lot of people love yes, it. Yes. Also, that's so early. No, but also in Chicago, Christmas time at four o'clock, it is dead of night. I mean, you're not wrong because I'm looking out the window right now and it's like literally black outside. What's the the Lincoln Park Zoo lights start at 430 and that's because it's dark at 430. It's so dark outside you can't see in front of you. Yeah. It's, yes. We went to a- I love the North. Oh, oh, speaking of, okay, wait, can I, can I, can I talk about a thing? Yes. Can I talk about a thing? Okay. So, uh, a majority, so there were, there were a few- uh, main filming locations, but one of them, uh, which was like all of like Fezziwig's interior, um, like that whole set, was at a an establishment that was called Man's Country. Yes, I had questions about that, and you said you would answer them. I would answer so, them. So answer. for those of you who do not know, uh, Man's Country is a former um, men's bathhouse uh, that used oh. to be in Andersonville. Uh, it just closed. I love Andersonville. Yeah, it closed in like the last year. You've probably walked past it many times, but it is it is a two story bath house, and the the main floor of it uh, is like hallways and rooms where you know you go and you do your thing, and then the top floor is uh, there's a giant giant ass like stage and dance floor that apparently Bette Midler used to perform at. Whoa! Like during the old like bathhouse Betty days, like you know. I didn't. Yeah, no, like like history, man. I didn't know that. Uh, and there's also rooms where you, you know, you do your things. Um, <laughs> things are done. Things are done. So that's where we did a lot of, of shooting. It was on the second floor. But the, the main floor was still open for business. That's during yeah. the day. So like at like, you know, 1130 in the morning on a Tuesday, there'd be people like walking in to go do the thing. And we're upstairs filming this gay ass Christmas Carol movie. <laughs> uh, and there's so there's there's this room there uh, between the two areas that has like a bunch of like glory hole spots. <laughs> right? We all know what glory holes are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I don't know what poppers are, but but we know what glory yeah. holes are. Yeah. So um, the crew started taking over various glory holes for all their like gear and shit. And so would like with big ass masking tape above each room, it would be like sound glory hole, <laughs> scenic glory hole, props glory. And it was just great. Like just, I mean, we had they literally it. called it a sound. Glory yeah, no, hole. they actually wrote sound glory hole. That's it was incredible. It was incredible. It was. I'm going to say if you're trying to do it, make a sound booth. A glory hole is not going to work because it's got that hole in it. <laughs> sound will get in. Sound will go out, guys. For any podcasters or sound engineers out there, don't use a glory hole unless you got some phone to, or, you know, a big old ding dang to plug it up with. <laughs> That's the technical term, a ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my, so my, my favorite story about being at Man's Country um, is, uh, so several of like the bedrooms, bedrooms where you would like do stuff. Um, were used for like costume rooms and changing rooms and all that kind of stuff. And there was one extra uh, who was um, particularly extra. And <laughs> he had, uh, he came to set with this like big bandage on his wrist, like a, like a Band-Aid, like big, big ass bandage. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you can't have that on. He's like, well, I need to. I just said carpal tunnel. And I was like, well, that's a thing you maybe should have told production about before you got the job. But uh, I'm like, you, you can't have that on because it's 
the 70s and that didn't exist yet and like yes this is a campy gay christmas carol but at some point like dramaturgy is somewhat important to me we um, want anachronisms to be taken out, like uh, literally, and that's important with wardrobe. So yeah. he's like, "Well, I can't take it off," and I'm like, "Well, sh- sh- shit, what am I gonna?" I'm like, "I need something to cover this up, right?" So I'm searching through all of our things and and all the racks and and like the bag of like you know random stuff that we have, and uh, I saw on the bed in the 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 sex room because um, <laughs> they were themed, which is which is neat. There was a a set of leather restraints <laughs> attached to chains attached to the wall. And I was like, I have an idea. <laughs> so I go run. I go run to our, our, our production manager. I'm like, hey, I need a bunch of tools and some pliers and stuff. And he goes, do I need to ask you what these are for? And I said, this is one of those times where it's better if I ask for uh, forgiveness than for permission. <laughs> Just give me what I need. And he's like, all right. So <laughs> I'm like, like, like sneaking my ass back in there, rip these suckers off the wall, <laughs> strap them on this dude's wrist, and we're good to go. Can he be seen in the movie? Absolutely. Yeah, he yeah. brought it up. He literally yeah. was like, he was like, oh, oh remind me of the oh, okay, Fezziwig yep, yep. and Cuff story. And oh, I was like, oh, oh, yes, yep. yes, I yeah. remember that now. And it was on Fezziwig. It was on one of the extras in this movie. It was scene. the extra that was just like his arm is around uh, Fezziwig, so. And he's looking beefy as hell. Yeah, beefy. and he had, and you could see his arm. Like, that was, like, I knew that's what the shot was. And I'm like, I can't have this giant, like, we can't have this bandage. Because I was going it. to say, we'll just throw him in a long sleeve butt. You got to see those muscles. But he's supposed to be beefy. And that's yeah. the whole point of that story. Yeah. Uh, so that's. So you're the reason that this uh, this place is closed because you took their themed room I apart. Did. I totally did. Uh, <laughs> did you fix it? I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, he, I did not. He said, did you fix it? And I just looked at his face and instantly like, nope. I no, did he not. did not. You're like, hey, that was six years ago. Who knows? Who? You know, I six years ago, I spent three days in man's country with Bruce <laughs> Falanche and Ronnie Kroll. Like, I did I did great. That That's my life. <laughs> that's, that's uh, you know. Um, this also movie had some some people that uh, were recognizable. There's um, the person you loved, um, Megan Cavanaugh. Yeah. Oh my God, I still love that woman. I don't know if she remember who I am anymore, but uh, <laughs> Megan Cavanaugh played the ghost of Christmas present. present. I'm getting very good at this. <laughs> um, she uh, is most notably known for uh, playing Marla Hooch in A League of Their Own. Uh, as well as the character name I cannot remember, but from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh. Uh, I adore Megan Kavanaugh up and down. I don't know if she remembers who I am. If she does, hi. <laughs> hey. Great. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> She's great. What a gem. What a gem she was. Uh, Jojo Baby, who is a like Chicago institution of like club kid culture. Um, that's why I was like this like queen sort of person. You're like, oh, that's Jojo Baby. I'm like, I don't know who that is, but it seems like Club Kid. Yeah, no, um, Jojo Jojo Baby is fantastic. That's awesome. Um, and then I actually ended up recognizing um, the uh, Bob Cratchit's uh, partner in the movie um, Scott Duff because he's like connected to Memphis. Um, his his partner like went to University of Memphis and stuff and started a or 
participates in like a theater program that I was a uh, part of and everything. So I was like, oh my God, that's Scott Duff. Um, so it's interesting, like the connections that you see in this movie that I saw in this movie, um, just because you worked on it. And like, I'm like, oh, this is Chicago. This is a Chicago like theater um, and like film scene and stuff. Yeah, it's I mean, uh, David Serta's in it. Like, I mean, it's the, it is this film is is pretty quintessential Chicago. I mean, Becca Kaufman, who does the I don't know if she still does it, but she does the singer showcase down at Fitzgerald's uh, in Berwyn, which I actually got to do because I met her doing the film. Uh, the fun thing about me being in this, being a part of this film, so it was 2012. It was the uh, very early stages of my chicago career if we want to call it that um but i mean like really like at that point i didn't know that many people um i got brought onto a film for wardrobe which is if you if you know who i am like if you know me like wardrobe is not the first thing that you would no i literally was like why aren't you in this dance scene ryan (laughs) thank you um this was also uh just a few months before i had ever done my first fly honey show so that just like that's how long ago this this was and how like like way before i was even a little bit like of the established that i am now which is not very much but i got to meet some great people on it there was it was a lot of fun i got paid um that's always good to do i have an artistic project where you get paid i have an imdb credit now just the one but it's there uh, it's very important. It's very important. It's on my resume. <laughs> it's not on my resume. It should be. <laughs> Just it's the URL to IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> That's his entire resume now. It's just that. I tried to put a picture of myself up on that IMDb page, and it tried to charge me money. Oh yeah, oh, you need a pro no. account. I'm like, but that's me. That's You're my like, name. That's me. I sh- okay. Well, no. The thing about that is, you need a pro account to do that. Mm. I only know this from listening to other podcasts. Sure. That and. If you then go off from pro, it will take it will take down everything that you've done. So mainly it would be agents and things like sure, that to be sure. putting that up because an agent is always going to have a pro account. That makes so sense. So you need to find your agent and <laughs> working be like, on it. Um, put my picture on IMDb. Thank you. Working on or it. Just find someone that has a pro account. Just. <laughs> Hey, find just a friend who has an agent and say, hey, I'll give you $15. Maybe that's how much a month is to put my friend's photo on his IMDb. Do it. <laughs> I, would, I mean, it'd be really great if I got a real agent and uh, could, they did could it themselves, have someone yeah. do it. Yeah, that would, actually, that's the goal, I think. Actually, th- this is perfect. <laughs> What's your your Twitter or do you have a Twitter or anything? I don't have a Twitter, but I have, Instagram? A, I have an Instagram. What's your Instagram? It's Rai Rai Tangalang. Okay, find just... Don't the, you judge me, Corwin. Anyone listening who has an IMDb Pro account, find the best picture. Take a screenshot of that picture <laughs> and upload it to his IMDb. We will have a link to both his Instagram and his IMDb in the <laughs> description. Uh, yes! <laughs> You're going places, Ryan. Oh, we'll <laughs> get this done. Judging you for your Instagram. Hey, Duo Grunfox, if you're listening and have an <laughs> IMDb Pro account, put that up there. He loves getting shoutouts. <laughs> You've given him a bunch, so he'll enjoy this episode a lot. Also, on Mostly Playing PlayStation, which is pre-recorded, I'm shouting him out, but he's always the only person in the Twitch chat room <laughs> to the point when if if we get a third viewer, I'll say, 
Grun Fox, we have a third viewer. And he's like, yeah. And then immediately that they third leave? person leaves. <laughs> and I said, someday we'll get to four. And they'll, the fourth one will immediately leave. But we'll keep the third Grun Fox. Too bad I always work whenever you're doing that. Or I'll just turn it on in the background and just pretend like I'm watching. Well, you can just listen. It's practically a one-man podcast. <laughs> you don't need the visual element. You, oh, uh, but Twitch is a game thing, so yeah. it wouldn't be on. Yeah. Yeah, it's blocked by my network, I believe. Ooh. Um, you could get the Twitch app and use it on your phone. <laughs> That's a lot of work. I mean, it's just downloading one app. I think I do have the Twitch app on my phone actually oh, already. You get um, one of these then. <laughs> I just gave him a middle finger. Um, eventually I'll watch it. Yeah, um, oh, if you it, play a game that I want to watch. Oh, it's Spyro, Ripto's Rage. I know. I need to oh, well, like, get that game. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Hold on. Back hold to on. <laughs> hold on. It's pre the videos are saved. You can watch them not live. I can do that. Oh, <laughs> throw in the shadiest of shade. <laughs> Um, I will. I will support James and his other uh, projects because he has provided this platform for me to talk about movies that I love. And guess what? You because of this, you got you get to talk to one of your fa the director of one of your favorite movies. Can we oh my, close on this before we close? Uh, this movie did also have some original music. Yes, it did. Yeah, there yeah. was there was a bunch of original music. Uh, one of the songs. I can't remember the name of it. So, oh, it's called Amazing. I'm reading the back of the DVD cover. It's called Amazing. Uh, was sung by Jason Gould. Yep, Jason Gould, and he is Barbara Streisand's son. Ooh, yeah, that's oh a my thing. god. Yeah, um, and who then, apparently does not want to be associated with Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's then, you just associated them. I did. Damn it. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Christmas uh, present. Her makeup was incredible. Because she was slowly aging or rapidly aging uh, every time she came on screen. Mm. Uh, Love the makeup effects for that. Her children were terrifying. Ignorance and want. Ignorance and want. So terrifying. Uh, <laughs> towards the end of the movie, I was a little thrown off by like the props just coming out of nowhere for like fully prepared like foods and like <laughs> drinks and things. <laughs> and like I would be like, what? And then Ryan would turn to me and go, how convenient. <laughs> um, because they just like, Scrooge orders a turkey for the Cratchit family and like the partner comes out and like gets the turkey from the doorman or whatever and like turns around and it's like a turkey on a silver platter like no boxing no like nothing like that just like straight up a turkey and fixings on a platter I'm like that would be cold that's cold. That's not proper food safety. Unless I pulled it from a food truck. I, d I do have a wardrobe-related question. Yes, please. A banged boyfriend. He has a polo with a lion on it. Yeah. Where can I find a shirt like that? Oh, God. So that we pulled from a, a thrift store that someone had worked for. But here's the thing. When you're working on a film, like there's a whole bunch of rules you have to abide by. Like You can't have any branding that isn't yeah. like a part of the film. Um, so I spent about two days scouring the internet for what the hell brand this was. Cause I couldn't, like, if it was like, you know, Express has a, like a little lion as its, as its logo. So like if, if it was a branded lion, we couldn't use it. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find anything. So like, thank God. There was, <laughs> a, don't look what, for it. Maybe not, don't it might look. not have been back then, but you could have taken a picture of it. 
then uploaded the picture online, then did a Google you Google can, image search. Yeah. yeah. It was 2012. We didn't have yeah. that technology back then. Um, we were still using Carrier Pigeon and Raven. Yes, Carrier Ravens. I thought you were going to say we were still using Dogpile. <laughs> that Maybe. was a search engine. Was it really? Oh. Yeah, it's called Dogpile. It takes searches from all the other search engines uh-huh. and compiles it together into a dog pile. To just show you what Google would have showed you anyway? Yep. Great. Let me <laughs> quickly rattle off some notes and then we'll... The vocal effects were really nice in the beginning and throughout with the ghosts. Uh, we've been waiting all year. Here's the papers for our 12 Days of Christmas parody song. What if Weird Al said, here's my Smells Like Teen Spirit parody song. Here's my Riding Dirty parody song. <laughs> no, just, it's just just give it your own name. Uh, <laughs> we'll be able, from context clues that it's a Christmas movie and you say 12 something of something, we'll get it. I... and. That I did like the music in this. Funny yes. enough, I don't know music, but I did like the music <laughs> in this. I was like, I was like, oh, original song. Oh, I like it. It's so good. I think I really can't goof a ghost. I wrote that yes. down because that was a very important part. <laughs> you can't goof a ghost. Scrooge tries to lie to the ghost of Christmas past, and he's just like, um, bitch, I was there. And the when he finds the boyfriend in the in fizzy wigs he screams i feel like christmas morning <laughs> he loved christmas back then <laughs> when scrooge calls someone and he's testing the waters at the end mm-hmm. when he found christmas spirit and he says hey and you want to know what Merry Christmas. I said, oh, they just respond with, fuck you, happy holidays, bitch. Yes. Call Scrooge out. There are many holidays to celebrate around this time. There are, which he brings up earlier in the film. He says, yeah. you know, he's like, well, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. And then like, yeah. yeah. Kwanzaa or whatever pagan holiday bullshit you celebrate. Did that was that? when he was a dick. He says pagan. Oh, yeah. But not wow. bullshit to celebrate. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's implied. Yeah. Uh, just like, just obsessive cursing was implied by every single line he said. He um, was doing a dictionary version of cursing. Yes, dictionary. Okay, and uh, you, um, did you have any other notes or fun stories for us, Ryan? Uh, I just uh, so couple of just moments. So the you'd mentioned the makeup before. Yeah. Um, and my my very dear friend Laura Michael. Uh, was the makeup artist on the film. She's she's the one that got me the job initially. She, her and I, like this, her and I got incredibly close working on this film because it was her and I just like cooped up with the with the rest of the crew in this like tiny ass little room while they were filming literally on the next wall, like on the other side of the wall. Like all those scenes in Ben's apartment was like Laura and I just like up against the wall trying not to make too much noise. <laughs> God, I'm sure there's like a million I it, funny stories about this film and I just can't think of them off the top you of my head. Know what? I'm rushed. We'll have you back next Christmas. We'll do <laughs> the movie again. Um, we'll just, you can just, uh, if you would like to share the podcast, be like, hey, I'm on this. My first podcast. Um, you can, um, you know, share some of the stories in that, in that, uh, social media stuff. Oh, there you go. Smart. Try to think of those and things. And tag all the famous people you know in it. Yes. Have Speaking them of listen. tagging of famous people. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. So, um, <laughs> this Episode morning. Episode two. 
episode two was about monster pies. It came out uh, today. As um, the time we're recording this. Yeah, as of the time we're recording it. Um, and I sleep forever. Um, I <laughs> just want people to know I sleep in forever. Um, so I just woke up this morning. I mean, this afternoon to like just, <laughs> <laughs> just messages from James like, Oh my God, the, the director for Monster Pies messaged us. Well, was my like, first one was the director of Monster Pies is listening to our podcast right now. The director of Monster Pies messaged us. The director of Monster Pies did all of this cool stuff and thanked us for talking about it on our podcast. I just wake up to all those messages and I instantly am like screaming in my apartment. Um, thankfully, my roommates weren't home or they would have walked into my room like, what the hell? Are you dying? <laughs> Um, because it's literally like, you know, I talk about the movie a lot and I make a lot of my friends watch the movie because it's one of those that actually makes me experience emotion, um, pretty much every time that I watch it. And it just, I, I love the movie. It's one of my favorite, um, LGBT movies, uh, ever. Um, it's definitely got its flaws, but that's fine. Um, it is what it is of that time. Um, so I love the movie and for J James to upload it and then like he tagged monster pies and like it just got, I didn't know it was going to do it. I just thought maybe someone who likes the movie, maybe it would wind up on their wall or something yeah, to go I mean, there. It was a good idea and I did not expect like the of director. all things to wake up to this morning. I did not expect to wake up to the director of that movie messaging us about it, which is incredible, honestly. At the time, the episode had three listens. One of them was the director. Uh, that's great. Um, so that's just that's just uh, to further point out that, um, you know, LGBT filmmakers and things, um, we do want to listen or we do want to watch your movies and like listen to them. And we'd love you to listen to our podcast. But we cannot stress this enough. <laughs> if you want us to do your movie on this podcast, give us money. <laughs> We're not we're not uh, we're not going to do some bullshit for free. We want paid promotions if you want us to say nothing but great things about it. Cuz if you don't pay us, you better believe I'm calling your characters stuff like uh Teenage Pete Holmes or uh, <laughs> uh Movie Boy. He heard us talking <laughs> like that and loved it. <laughs> Uh, that's great. That's incredible. Um, well, His computer went to Google Pete Holmes this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> he had to have. Now I just want the actors to also listen to the podcast. Um, I don't remember their names. I think one of them is Tristan Barr. I think that's the Pete Holmes one. Um, need them to watch it and be like, what? <laughs> Movie boy. <laughs> that's my name now? Um, because it is. I want movie store MILF to watch it or oh to listen. Oh, God. She'd be like, yeah, I I am a MILF. I am a mother. I'd like to fuck. Someone <laughs> says that to themselves. They call themselves a MILF. I'm a mother. I'd like to fuck. <laughs> Come here, mother. <laughs> Ryan's like, I'm not showing this to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He's just in the corner, like very. <laughs> I'm still here. I, I promise. He's in the corner, very confused. Ryan, what do you have to plug? Ah, this is coming out. I think 
the uh this will be our christmas episode will so this be it'll be the day before December, christmas yeah it's 20 christmas eve christmas eve yeah fantastic that's still more than enough time for me to plug my cabaret performance yes. at davenport's on February 11th. Hell yeah. Uh, Frankie, Leo Bennett, and myself. Uh, if y'all don't know Frankie, he's great. He's um, one of our other co-workers, and he also does a lot in the Chicago theater scene. Mm-hmm. We uh, we are our work wives, because uh, we spend too much time together at work and also in life. Uh, but so we are uh, writing a podcast, or a podcast, that's what this is, We're writing <laughs> cabaret. If you guys want to do a podcast, please let me know. Uh, we would be hilarious on a podcast. Yeah, do, hey, if we'll talk, we'll to talk, we'll about, talk about, about this about later. It. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, we, um, yeah, so we're writing a, uh, a cabaret show uh, that's called Till Death Do Us Part. And it is about us renewing our work wifely vows to one another <laughs> through the device of the American Musical Theater. So uh, we're going to be singing our faces off for like an hour at Davenport's. February 11th, come check it out. The ticket prices will be posted by the time this Yeah, we'll drop airs. a link. Hey, Corwin, uh, what's up? Do you think you could get gums from him for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should include that in your business deal about recording the podcast. <laughs> you need it in your contract. I need comps for everything you do. <laughs> for me, I'll pay Nicole. She needs Nicole a comp. gets the comp. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk. That's but that's that's my big plug. All right, and yes. we will also tweet out about it before the show as well. Sweet. Cause you're part, you're a you're a friend of the show I'm now. A friend of the show, guy. This is yeah. my first podcast. Yeah, that's incredible. We'd I'm, love to I'm have you again <laughs> um, at some point watching other uh, LGBT movies. This is my fourth weekly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot, and we appreciate him for it. Um, that's the nicest thing I'll ever say to you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> that's from Community. No, there's a there's a show um, on MTV um, that. I think it's called Awkward. Uh, and there's a really, really mean, like, head cheerleader kind of girl character. And every time she says anything mean, she just goes, you're welcome. And, Ooh. like, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly why I say that. Um, and uh, you, any more uh, plugs um, that's, for you, Ryan? That's, that's hey. the plug. Okay, great. Um, so, yeah, go and see his cabaret with Frankie. They're both wonderful. Um, and I enjoy them very much. Uh, that's also the sappiest thing you'll hear from me. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, follow him on uh, social media and stuff, Instagram, and uh, find him in the movie. Um, <laughs> also, remember, please, if you have an IMDb Pro account, go to his Instagram, <laughs> screenshot that, put it on IMDb. <laughs> Links will be in the description. We just want him to get famous so that he can bring us up. Oh, that's what oh it's my, all yes. about. We, uh, are, we are comfortable riding on coattails. <laughs> um, uh, I'd also, uh, my plug is just um, my theater company, Saltbox Theater Collective, is doing a show called Boy Gets Girl at the Edge Off-Broadway um, in Chicago in January. Um, you can get tickets on brownpapertickets.com or just check out Saltbox Theater um, Collective.org. I think it's Saltbox Theater. I'll put a link. I'll I mean, I'll put a link. Uh, <laughs> James will put a link. I'll include it in sharing and stuff. 
Check out my other podcasts, Mostly Speaking Sentai. It's my betrothed and I, Nicole. We're watching Super Sentai. It's the source material for Power Rangers. We have a guest come on who has never seen it most of the time. And we're introducing them to the show for the first time. We're not pretentious. We're totally inclusive because we're trying to get them and our listeners into the show. Listen to I'll Get There. That's with our friends Courtney and Monse. We're just bullshitting an hour and a half away. Coming up soon, What the Hell Mouth. It's a podcast with our friends Tavia and Anissa, or TC and Anissa. TC loves Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Anissa hates it, and I've never seen it. I'm now the unbiased opinion in their arguments. We're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we're mostly talking about that, just like mostly speaking Sentai. We're, we don't really talk about it that much, as the name implies. Also, check out my raps, Marsh, Space, Land, Space, Monster, as I say all the time. You'll love it. You'll think I'm very talented when you hear it. You'll give me the credit I'm due, but you will never listen to it again. I don't know why. <laughs> the music listeners have zero retention. And I don't Someone listen to explain. music, so that's why. <laughs> you got to get that drag queen to do it, though. You, you got to get we that. We actually talked. I know. Yes. I, yes. I'm bringing, I listened to it the other day. You did. And I it's did. amazing. I love it. Um, if yeah. you are a drag queen, please do my music while performing. See if that works. I don't know if it will. As a, uh, Actually, I know who it will impress. The person at the bar and the sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I that's all I have, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Also, um, my other podcast, This Movie's Gay, check it out. <laughs> and uh you're you're starting sort of a media thing too, Marshland Media, right? Is I that, mean that's, that's that's just what you're calling yourself. That's, yeah. Yeah. Marshland Media, if you need a podcast recorded in Chicago, let me know. Yeah, follow all of his stuff. Uh, look at his blog oh, posts. Yeah, uh, at MSS Pod on Twitter. That's for Mostly Speaking Sentai. This movie's gay on Twitter for this podcast. Yes, um, all of that stuff. We will all have our social media things in this uh, link and description. Um, follow us, tweet at us, tell us what movies you want us to watch. Uh, if you are involved in a movie and want to watch it with us, um, let us know. That's what I did. That's what Ryan yeah. did immediately. He listened to the first episode and was like, uh, <laughs> you doing a Christmas movie? I know what you should do. And I was like, I love that let's do it <laughs> also if you know of any lgbtq tokusatsu movies i'm pretty sure there aren't any but if you do know of anyone let us know also any sword and sorcery movies that are gay as hell we want these so bad yeah please tell us because i do not have the time to write one as corwin and i have talked about before We'll do it eventually. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. that would be fucking amazing if we wrote and produced a gay sword and sorcery movie. <laughs> just need to keep tweeting at all of the LGBT filmmakers and just be like, hello, make this movie for us. But hello, will there, so we will, have pitches. Will there be time traveling poppers in this film? Because <laughs> that's... No, That's gonna clinch the deal, right? You want to know what it would be? We would make a popper a potion for the sword and sorcery. Mm. So it's a potion <laughs> that you smell and you get relaxed, so you can get into bed. 
I'm loving this script already. <laughs> Let's go. Um, and yeah, okay. I think that's all our plugs and everything. Thank you so much for listening to us. And thank you, Ryan, for joining us this week. Thank, thanks for having me, y'all. This was fun. <laughs> I've been James. I've been Corwin. I've been Ryan. And thank you very much. We're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.